to another edition of Meet the Metapreneur. Today, we are heading out to London to meet Stefania, who's a very successful entrepreneur and an investor in the Web3 space. Welcome to the show, Stefania. Hi, Sharad. Thank you so much for having me. No, absolutely. It's a pleasure. And I'd request you to please introduce yourself to our audience. Okay, well, that's an interesting question. So I started my journey initially in financial markets, where I funded uh, Cassiopeia Services that started as a financial PR investor relation company uh, for small and mid cap. So we were doing lots of IPO, especially in uh, the natural resource uh, and financial space. In 2016, 2017, I started to get to know Bitcoin and uh, I just basically fall down the rabbit hole. And since then, um, even with the, my PR company, we kind of like move towards more blockchain-based project. I got involved as an advisor, a big, uh, um, bigger blockchain project. Uh, and um, still at the moment, I, I work with IUHK um, that built the Cardano blockchain. And um, then... Uh, Obviously, there was a lot of things about NFT, about DeFi, a lot of opportunities that were unfolding in our eyes. So um, I started to become more active as an investor as well. Uh, so I would say that I'm kind of like doing a few things uh, as advisor and consultant and also as a, an investor VC, the way you want to call it. And I'm amazed and I love this space. So uh, especially, you know, with the, with the metaverse, the title of your um, show is amazing because uh, it's quite cutting edge. So. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, even my business title now is uh, Chief Metaverse Officer. And, uh, you know, I did a Google search three months back. There were less than 50 people with that title. Now there are more than 500. So clearly okay. this is getting a lot of traction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, super. So I, I love your story uh, and I love your journey thus far. I'm curious to know, uh, how do you see this industry evolving? Like, where is Metaverse going? Where is Web3 going? What's your take on, you know, the future of this industry? Well, it's funny because yesterday I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine that is a, a game and tech pioneer. And he was saying to me, really, Metaverse has always been here. It's basically a virtual world. That's what it is. And some other people would argue actually a metaverse is a virtual world world with VR and IR. So it's kind of like depend the way you see it. But uh, I tend to agree that the metaverse is this virtual world that now we are taking more and more part, especially with COVID. I would say that kind of COVID and the lockdown, it kind of boosted these online e-commerce, you know, virtual meeting. Zoom wasn't even a thing, you know, before. For COVID, and then uh, you know it kind of blow everything up. And and I always say that, that at that point with uh, crypto and blockchain, there's been a lot of experimentation, you know, with NFT and definitely gaming that is becoming more and more pervasive in the metaverse. So where I think uh, we are heading to, definitely the metaverse is uh, at the very early stage uh, in the sense of like interaction that you can do within this virtual world.
there will be more games. They are going to be integrated in the metaverse, and there will be another way for people to kind of interact. Um, it's quite interesting. There are questions that I'm I'm still asking myself, and uh, and uh, those are around the regulation of the metaverse. Uh, so those are probably, probably we are too early talking about regulation in the metaverse. We have not even regulated the basic, you know, the stable coin, but I think a regulation in the metaverse is going to be interesting. And, and also uh, finding a way to build the product and to build experiences in the metaverse where people have to stay in, have to use, and have to, um, because, you know, you see sometimes uh, there are brands experimenting in the metaverse and they do something, but the customer, they are not really pulled in. They are not really uh, into it. So it's not a question to go in the metaverse to do something that you really need to be addicted. You need to have a purpose for why the metaverse experience exists. And I don't think we are there yet, but I'm sure we will be very soon. So I'm very excited. And that not just for the retail sector, um, that's not just for uh, workspace, for example, also for education, you know, think about people that want to um, visit a museum, they want to learn things and they can do it in the metaverse, they don't have to travel. So there are lots of advantages that the metaverse can actually bring to our society and to our economy, but we still need to kind of put some pieces, uh, you know, of the puzzle, they are not right yet. Yeah, I agree with you. It's early days for this whole industry. As technology is accelerating, you know, at a very rapid uh, pace, I call it at the speed of thought. Uh, there's 6G that's going to come soon, which will, you know, totally solve all bandwidth issues. So technology will take care of that. Second thing is mass adoption will start when people are more educated and more aware of all the terms and terminologies used in the space. And also I believe in the price of the headsets, you know, the 3D headsets, when they come down closer to perhaps $100, then more people will be able to afford and get into the space. And the real challenge, like you said, is for brands to create a reason for people to come to the metaverse. Right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like, you know, if you play a game, you have a reason, you dare, you play the game. And that's why there are lots of people that spend hours and hours playing a game. And now I think what brands and companies created in the metaverse is not so addictive or doesn't have a stronger purpose for people to, to rush to the metaverse or to be there for a long time. Yeah, and like you said, uh, brands have to create that immersive experience in 3D because we live in a 3D world, right? Right. So, so even on the internet, people need to replicate those immersive experiences. And that could be a good reason for uh, people to spend more time, you know, with the brands. And of course, we, we say this many times, community is at the heart of Web3. So uh, what do you think? Should brands have a community first approach rather than concentrating too much on the metaverse build? What's your opinion on that? Well, obviously, 
it is all driven by community because that's their customers. So I think the challenge for brands is really how they can survive, how they can be relevant in 10 years where the customer base is not the same as it is today, or it was yesterday before COVID. So there is this new generation that is living more and more online, is more interested in gaming, is consuming um, information, not watching on TV or reading a newspaper like I used to do when I was they they look at TikTok, they look at Instagram. That's that's also why lots of brands are actually selling their product or doing most of the marketing on Instagram. And the metaverse is really the next place where you know they think they can kind of serve this audience and engage with this audience. So definitely there is a big task for brands to empower to listen and empower the community, the online community, which is quite different from the community they used to um, they used to have because it's a community that is global, is a community that has to be engaged in different ways and you know the, has to be kept um, on the pulse. It's not you know it's not a slow community that can wait. It's somebody that you need to keep getting interested you need to reward you need to stimulate and that's i think is a big challenge for brands yes i call it you have to convert consumers to fansumers they should love your brand they yeah. should be your brand ambassadors Exactly. I'm so glad that you mentioned that point because one of the things that I was always frustrated in the fashion industry that I love is this influencer model where brands pay all these uh, celebrity. They maybe don't really even care about the brands. And then you have got all these customers. They spend loads and loads of money and they should be the one they are promoting the brand and they should be rewarded with, you know, discounts, presents, and they are not. And the present all go to the, you know, the celebrity then they resell the stuff from the CR Collective. So <laughs> I'm kind of like uh, very passionate about this topic. But I do agree with you, more empowering the community and yeah. the, the real customer. Yeah, and Stefania, I'm very impressed by your YouTube channel. You have 13,000 plus subscribers and your podcast is also, you know, just amazing. So can you share how you got to so many people and how often... Uh, do you record new sessions? Please share with our well, I have to, so my podcast is called, uh, is a YouTube channel called Financial Fox. I started in 2016 and I was mainly, or oh, 17, I was mainly doing interviews with the CEOs of London listed company as a way for them to communicate with their investors. And, um, and then from 2018, I just basically did most of them with the crypto leaders, entrepreneurs, Web3. I still do some investment, alternative investment, but um, we kind of like try to get, uh, to, we try to speak with leaders, with innovators, with people that are actually game changers. And how did we, uh, did, we, did we get there? Well, it's all down to my team. I have a fantastic team. And, uh, um, and I mean, it's about choosing the right guests. I would say people they can engage uh, you is very important. You need a guest that is able to engage uh, and not being boring, right? The second thing is about uh, being persistent. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't go the way you want, but you keep doing it. 
usually we do once a week. There are times that we record twice a week and then we promote it across social media. So, um, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, we do promote also depending on the topic, also on Reddit and other channels. And uh, yes, I would say it's a team effort and is about, you know, do something that you're passionate about. When you are interviewing people, choose the one that you want to know about it, right? Why, you know, you want to learn. It's been a lot about learning for me, really. And I think I learned so much, especially in crypto, just interviewing people like Charles Oskinson, interviewing people like the founder of Polygon, uh, founder of Phantom, Avalanche. I spoke with Artifact, uh, Benoit, um, but the Sandbox. So it's, it's about that. Be passionate. Keep doing it. And uh, and and uh, yes, try to create content that people like and then promote it. Yeah, 100%. And I'm doing something similar in Dubai. I've uh, almost hosted 60 plus webinars in the last two years. And it's wow. a great learning process because once you have smart uh, panelists, uh, there are so many precious takeaways. And that has helped me in my learning journey as well. Uh, and I hope I can qualify to be on your show someday. And I uh, I would love to be on that and, uh, you know, reach out to your audience as well. But uh, for today, I want to thank you, Stefania, for sharing uh, your journey in this industry. And before I let you go, is there some tip you want to share with people who are entering this industry for the first time? You mean as investor or as, oh, as just things that they should uh, look out for? What will help them, you know, understand the trends in this industry? How can they keep pace? What should they be reading, etc.? Right. So I would just say they need first of all to get educated to skill up so if they're interested in nfts or in DeFi, you know they will have an interest whatever is finance whatever is a creative industry can be digital art and then they have to learn they have to read they have to read a different kind of publications so i would say i always read the ft okay that's an example and i always read um coindesk and I listen to all the podcasts from Coindesk myself. You know, I cook, I put the podcast, I go out with the dog, I listen Bankless, which is another amazing podcast. So um, I, I think this is very important. So like educate yourself. Second is about start to look, you know, project that you might be interested in and kind of like follow them, see how they build the project, see the people are involved. If you are an investor, I would say the first things that you have to look if you want to put any money, but or even if you want to get involved in any project, even as an employee, right? you need to look at the people behind it at the investors and the founders and then if you like those people you share the same value then you know then jump on the uh jump on board i think that's uh, is, is more important the people than whatever has been released uh, uh, for the project right even if it's very early stage and then i will say you know this year is going to be a tough year it's going to be a year of recession is not bitcoin is not going to go to under thousand because he's probably going to go lower. So is there, you've got plenty of time to learn, 
to network and all, that's networking is also very important i do events in london like you do them in dubai then i will come to visit you as well uh you know connect with people share your ideas that's super important get out there uh you have one year where you can level yourself up and then you know 2024 is coming we have got the having and uh, you know we we will know that the bull market is going to be at the door so yeah. get ready because this year is the year of building working on yourself and getting ready for capturing value when uh, the bull market starts again Yes, uh, those are great tips. And if I may just add, try and attend as many conferences as you can because there are lots happening. And uh, once you're out there in real life, meeting real people, you have real learning. So on that note, I'm going to thank you finally, Stefania, for being on the show. And I look forward to staying connected with you in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you, you Sharad. It was a pleasure. Likewise. Mm -hmm.